friends, this is Joe Franks. It's August 11th. The name of this podcast is Unfathomable Grace. And I want to encourage you today from Psalm 16. Before I do, let's just state the obvious. This is a fallen world. It is cursed by God. It is influenced by the devil. Harmful neighbors are found, and our flesh is constantly prone to wander. Our double-minded hearts do us in. Consequently, suffering is the lot of all of us. Painful things happen to us in events. Sometimes those events become seasons. There's no getting out of suffering on this planet. I don't care what you believe, who your God is. Everyone is suffering. Everyone is going to endure much pain. So what are you going to do? Are you going to be skeptical and run from one God to another? Or are you going to submit yourself and find joy even in the midst of suffering, under the only possible one who can help you now and later. Psalm 16. Preserve me, O God, for in you I take refuge. There I see that David is really suffering, asking for God's preservation, asking for God to be his refuge. These are dark days for Dave. He continues, I say to the Lord, you are my Lord and I have no good apart from you. Yes, David may want pleasure or peace or prosperity, popularity, some escape from his current situation and pain. But listen again, I say to the Lord, you are my Lord and I have no good apart from you. David says, I've got to have you. And even if you were to give me all those other things, those would be nothing good without you. He continues on, as for the saints in the land, they are the excellent ones in whom is all my delight. He looks around him and says, there are saints. I see those holy ones, those excellent ones, those ones who have been made holy by you. I delight when I look at them, but then he contrasts them with others. The sorrows of those who run after another God shall multiply, and their drink offerings of blood I will not pour out or take their names on my lips. David looks and he sees other neighbors, not the holy ones, not the excellent ones, not the one in whom he delights, but he looks at others, and he says, I see them. They're characterized by running after another God. And David hates that. He delights in the saints, but he despises even the concept of taking the name or the worship or the trust in those false gods and letting it be part of his heart or his proclamation. He then says boldly, the Lord is my chosen portion and my cup, and you hold my lot. David says, I'm putting all my chips in on you. 
you're my chosen portion. I choose you, God, and you're my cup. If I'm going to drink of any cup, it's going to be from your cup. And you're the one who holds my lot. You are the one who decides what's going to happen. You have decreed whatever's going to come to pass, and that includes every detail of my life, and I recognize that. He then continues on, the lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Yeah, he's suffering now, but if he pauses for a moment, he can give thanks. God has been so kind merciful and gracious to him. Yeah, he's hurting. But God has given him a family, a measure of wealth, a place to live, some measure of health. He has emotional delight at time. There have been pleasurable feasts, great seasons, victories in war. Yes, the lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Indeed, I have a beautiful inheritance. He even thinks not only has God been kind to me as the Lord has allowed my lots to find out, fall out in pleasant places, but I even have a great inheritance. I think that's looking forward. And I bless the Lord who gives me counsel. In the night, my heart instructs me. Wow, I'm suffering, but I've enjoyed some great benefits and I have a great future and I have an incredible teacher a wonderful counselor he continues I have set the Lord always before me because he's at my right hand I shall not be shaken and I have a constant companion though I hurt though I ache my God is with me. The one with the mighty right hand is at my right hand. And though I am hurting, I know I will not be shaken. Therefore, he goes, my heart is glad. My whole being rejoices. My flesh dwells secure. Well, how in the world can he say this when he needed preservation and refuge? Well, David realizes that God may show up and deliver him from his foes. God may show up and cure him of his diseases, or he may not. But this is what David knows. My flesh dwells secure, and you will not abandon my soul to Sheol or let your Holy One see corruption. As one who has been made holy by you, my body and my soul will be fine because you make known to me the path of life. And one day I'll see your face. It doesn't say that. I added that. But here's the text. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. And at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. So David is suffering. And he has an opportunity to either run to God or trust in idols. He despises the idea of running to idols and says, God, I'm coming your way. In his time of meditation, he gave thanks for the past blessings of the Lord. In his time of meditation, he gave thanks for the fantastic inheritance, the future of the Lord. 
In his time of suffering, he thought through, The Lord is my guide. I'll be teachable. Tell me, Lord, what you want me to know. And in my time of suffering, walking through the valley of the shadow of death and even in the presence of my enemies, my good shepherd is with me. And ultimately, though I am right now shaking, quaking, falling apart, it will all shake out well in the end. For you will not abandon my soul. And in your presence is joy and pleasures. So friends, what are you going to do? All of us are going to suffer. I really don't know how you're hurting. The back failing, the cancer lurking, or the finances dwindling. Are the sands of time running out on your loved one? Has your church hurt you? Is your spouse betraying you? Has that old sin habit called your name again? I don't know who is listening that is lonely or anxious or depressed. Who listening is quaking, aching, and shaking. But you only have two options. You can run after your idols, trust in someone or something other than God, And in the words of the text, you will have multiplied sorrows now for your gods won't save you and they will be of no help in the next life. Or you can run to the God who has loved you in the past by sending his son, who has loved you in the past by giving you many blessings and tender mercies that you don't deserve, who is loving you right now and and watching over you in heaven who isn't taking your suffering lightly and will not waste it, but will use it as a great asset in your life or in others, who has the ability to come and rescue you right now. He can relieve you of your suffering if he wants to, or if he decrees that you need to remain in your suffering state, he can encourage and help you. And one day, when it's all said and done, Your flesh and your soul will be just fine in the new heavens and the new earth. Those are your only two options. You can be skeptical and trade in the true God for others or supplement the true God by trusting in others. Or you can run to God alone. Oh, I want to be like David and say, you are my Lord. I have no good apart from you. I want to be like David and say, The Lord is my portion and my cup, and you hold my lot. I want to be like David, and I want to sing a song of thanksgiving and confident trust, even while I cry a river of tears.